your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 738 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And for today's episode, we want to kind of shift our attention just a little bit to uh, the World Juniors. The Rangers have five different players playing for five different teams at the tournament, which is ongoing. They're in their preliminary round. Uh, Each team, as of this recording, has played two games in the preliminaries. So we're talking a little bit about the tournament in general and also focus most of our attention on the Ranger players that are competing in the tournament. We're also going to uh, turn our attention at the end to Rangers versus Lightning. Uh, That happens tonight. Obviously, a rematch from last year's Eastern Conference Final, as well as an opening night rematch that saw the Rangers uh, get their season off to a nice start and defeat the Lightning 3-1 on that night at Madison Square Garden. So definitely looking forward to... uh, Seeing the Rangers back in action against the three-time defending Eastern Conference champions and uh, hopefully bouncing back from uh, a disappointing post-holiday break game against the Washington Capitals on Tuesday. Rangers lost that game 4 nothing. And, of course, uh, the big news is that, you know, the lines have been changed again. And uh, Alexi Lafreniere, at practice at least, has been playing on the fourth line and uh, alternating at left wing with Sammy Blaze. So, We're going to talk a little bit about that, and hopefully uh, he is not a healthy scratch for this game. I know he hasn't always lit the world on fire this season, but Alexi Lafreniere needs to be in the lineup for the New York Rangers. But anyway, we will start once again with the World Juniors. Uh, First, just a quick roll call of the the players that the Rangers have competing in the World Junior Tournament this season. Uh, Most notably is probably Brennan Othman. He is playing for Team Canada. You've also got Adam Sikora for Slovakia, uh, Yaroslav Schmeller, for Czechia, Kelly Weisenen for Finland, and Noah Laba. Uh, he is an extra for the United States in case of an injury. And we will get to the individual players and, you know, just kind of talk a little bit about each player and how they're doing in whatever league they might be playing in around the world. Also talk about how they've fared thus far in this tournament. As I mentioned, it, it's not too deep into the tournament. Every single team has played exactly two games, and it is still the preliminary round. But be that as it may, we'll still kind of just go through all the Ranger players and see how they're faring with their respective teams. But as far as the tournament itself, uh, for anybody that's unfamiliar, it's uh, for young players, you know, under 20. Uh, this past year, an exception was made because uh, there was a year where, you know, the, they tried to play the tournament and COVID wreaked havoc and they never got through it. So they kind of expanded the eligibility for the following uh, tournament. But Yeah, basically, you'll see players that have been drafted by NHL teams in a lot of cases. A lot of times they're playing in junior leagues or even in college or whatever it might be. But uh, yeah, some of the best in the world, the best young players in the world competing in this tournament and making names for themselves. Uh, Mika Zibanejad had a gold winner, gold medal winner, excuse me, uh, in overtime. Uh, that was obviously many, many years ago. Uh, Ke'Andre Miller played in this tournament not too long ago. There have been a lot of Ranger players that have played. Kreider played for the United States. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, obviously guys can make a favorable impression on their team and uh, compete at the world stage and have a chance to win a gold medal. So it really is a cool tournament. It also feels like this tournament has uh, basically been played in a different month, like 
every year for the past five years. It just kind of feels that way. I think the reason for that is that this tournament actually has moved around quite a bit uh, as far as its place on the calendar because of COVID, basically. You know, COVID wreaked havoc on everything, and this has gotten to the point where they kind of just, it feels like they kind of just play this tournament whenever they can just fit it in. And obviously, there's more to it than that. Um, but I mentioned, you know, a couple of years ago, you had the tournament uh, getting canceled. You know, they tried to play it. They got a couple of games into the uh, preliminary rounds. And then again, COVID, COVID just wreaked havoc, and uh, there was no way they could complete the tournament. So that was unfortunate. And I think uh, this is when it typically runs, though, toward the end of December and into the new year in January. So it is nice to see uh, things getting back to normal in a lot of different ways and also for this tournament as well. But uh, like I said, we're going to go ahead and uh, start by talking about Brent Offman, who is probably the most notable uh, New York Ranger that is playing in this tournament. Offman, now 19 years old, a left winger, a first-round pick by the Rangers in 2021. He went number 16 overall uh, for that draft. And he was actually traded in the OHL this season. He went from the Flint Firebirds to the Peterborough Peets. That happened in November. And uh, with those two teams combined, Offman has gone uh, 26 games, played in 26 games this season in the OHL, 13 goals, 22 assists. I mean, he's basically just a points machine. We've marveled at some of the numbers that he's put up in the OHL over the past couple of seasons. There's not really that much more for him to do in junior hockey. I don't think we would see him on the Rangers this season, although there is technically a way that it could happen. And, you know, we'll discuss that if it even comes close to becoming a uh, reality or something that the Rangers would consider somewhere down the stretch here. But uh, he's been very, very good. And, you know, on top of the points, those are nice and everything, but just a tremendously physical player as well. Uh, competes for every puck. Uh, big time hitter. You know, some of his hits, even though it's early in this tournament, they've already been kind of making their rounds on social media. And I mean, this guy, He's got that skill and that toughness combination that does not grow on trees and just gets you really, really excited if you're a Ranger fan and, you know, just somebody who has watched him kind of progress through these past couple of seasons here. I mean, he looks like he's going to be some kind of player uh, even when he gets to the NHL. And, and basically, like I said, he's just completely lit up the OHL. Uh, he competed in the World Juniors last year, uh, two games or excuse me, that's this year. Two games this year, no points, and he's a plus one. Last year in the tournament, though, six games, two goals, four assists. He was also a plus four. And like I said, on top of the points, just a ferocious hitter and uh, somebody that, you know, it, it certainly looks like the Rangers picked themselves a winner there, you know, in, in the first round, 2021, number 16 overall. Uh, I know it, he's a first-round pick and everything, but getting this kid at number 16 looks like a steal, uh, at least right now. And, of course, you never know how it's going to uh, turn out in the NHL. The Rangers, at best, have gotten mixed results from some of the forwards that they've drafted really high over the years. But uh, so far, so good for Brian Offman. And, obviously, Canada always one of the favorites, and we'll see how uh, he continues to fare for this team uh, going forward. Uh, Canada actually did suffer a little bit of an upset. They lost to Czechia. And they lost to Yaroslav Schmeller, who also is playing in this tournament, also a member of the New York Rangers, and he is a member of Team Czechia. And we're going to talk about Schmeller and also a couple other New York Rangers, uh, Adam Sakura, who was the first player that the Rangers drafted in this past year's draft. He was a second-round pick. We're going to talk about all those players and a little bit more about the tournament in general in just a second. But first, we got to let everybody know Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league. From pro football to college, bowl season, 
to basketball and hockey, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, we just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And as I just mentioned a second ago, I want to turn our attention to Yaroslav Chmeler. Uh, Chmeler and Team Czechia put up, uh, well, they've put up two impressive wins, but they started the tournament with a very impressive win, taking down Canada by a final score of 5-2. to two. They also have a 9 to nothing win over Austria. And, you know, maybe before getting into the details about Schmeller and the rest of the Rangers here, I should probably just give a quick overview of this tournament in general. So uh, there's 10 teams. They're broken into two groups of five for the uh, preliminary rounds here. Eight of the 10 teams... Uh, the top four finishing teams in each group will move on to the knockout stage, uh, and it'll be you know eight teams, single elimination from then on. But Group A, you've got Czechia, Sweden, Canada, Germany, and Austria. Group B is Switzerland, Finland, Slovakia, the United States, and Latvia. So basically, all you have to do to advance to the knockout stage is not be a complete disaster in the preliminary rounds. You win a game or two, and you're certain to move on. Um, obviously, you know, however you play in the preliminaries does impact your seeding uh, from then on. So it is good to obviously rack up some wins if you can. Uh, but, you know, the, the teams that everybody expects, you know, Czechia, Finland, the United States, Canada, those teams are going to be uh, in the uh, the knockout round, you would have to imagine. But the most noteworthy thing to happen, at least from my point of view here, is, uh, as I already alluded to, Czechia beating Canada 5-2. to two. Everything else is pretty much gone about the way that you would expect. I mean, the United States lost to Slovakia 6-3. to I would say that's an upset. I don't know if it's like an enormous upset, but the U.S. also beat Latvia 5-2. Uh, to So, yeah, tournament's underway, preliminary rounds here. And as I just mentioned, Yaroslav Tremeller of the New York Rangers, uh, one of the players that contributed to Czechia's upset win over Canada to start the preliminary round here. But as for Tremeller himself, uh, 19 years old, right wing and left wing, Six foot four, 198 pounds. He was drafted by the Rangers in 2021 in the fifth round. He went number 144 overall and off to a solid start in this tournament. If you just go by his stat line, uh, he's got a goal and an assist in the first two games here. He's also a plus four. And in the game that saw Czechia defeat Canada five to two, uh, he scored a goal in the second period of that game, which helped boost his team's lead uh, to 4-2 to at that point. And then, of course, they went on to the 5-2 to victory. But Schmeller right now currently playing college hockey at Providence. It's his first year there. He has skated in 18 games at Providence, six goals, four assists, 10 points, also a plus three in that time. And, you know, sooner or later, you hope that the Rangers can hit on one of these late-round draft picks. It's been a while since we've seen the Rangers, uh, you know, find a player, that, that diamond-in-the-rough kind of player and you know, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, somewhere in there, especially when it comes to forward. Uh, you know, Jesper Foss definitely comes to mind. Jesper Foss was somebody that the Rangers took in the sixth round. Not that Foss ever became like a, an absolute superstar for the Rangers, but he's a good player. And if you can find somebody in the sixth round or, in Schmeller's case, the fifth round, who can simply just be, uh, you know, somebody who sticks in the NHL and is a steady contributor, I think more often than not, you're going to take that. And uh, maybe Schmeller can be that guy. And obviously, he's getting some good experience here, uh, once again, competing for Team Czechia at the uh, the World Juniors. Also, want to talk a little bit here about Adam Sakura. Adam Sakura, currently 18 years old, playing for Slovakia. 
Uh, he was drafted by the Rangers in the second round at number 63 overall this past year. And even though he was a second round pick, he was actually the Rangers' first overall pick of this draft because, of course, they did not have a first round draft pick uh, for this past year's draft. But Sakura, not the biggest guy, but known for playing with just a ton of energy, despite once again being a little bit undersized. One of those guys plays every shift like it's his last. I saw a scouting report that actually kind of made me laugh a little bit, but it's a great description of his game overall. This is what it said. He attacks loose pucks like the fate of the world depends on his ability to catch them. You got to love that. I mean, somebody that uh, can make you think that the fate of the world is on the line, whether he can get to a loose puck or not. That's awesome. But he's currently playing with HK Nitra. Uh, he has two goals and seven assists in 20 games for them. He's also a minus eight overall in that time. I would imagine, you know, given his very young age and, and the fact that he probably still has some growing to do and the Rangers would like to see him bulk up a little bit. I mean, he's not the biggest guy. So I would imagine we're still a ways away from seeing Sakura in the NHL. But it's good, once again, that he's playing in this tournament here and uh, competing for Slovakia. He does not have any points in the first two games of the tournament. He's an even plus minus, but... He is certainly getting ice time. That That is for sure. In the first game, he had 20 minutes and 15 seconds. And in the second game, 23 minutes and 15 seconds. 23-15 is pretty solid if you're a defenseman. He's a forward getting that kind of ice time. So uh, good stuff from Sakura there. And uh, obviously, you know, we'll keep an eye on him as the tournament progresses. But in just a second, when I keep everything rolling, we're going to turn our attention to Kali Vizanen, who's playing for Finland for the Rangers. And also, uh, we are going to take a quick look at... Noah Labba, who is playing for the United States, or, or he's skating as an extra for them, uh, he'll jump in there in case of an injury. But we'll talk about both those players, and we'll also turn our attention to Rangers versus Lightning, which will happen a little bit later tonight. All right, so we'll go ahead and continue our World Juniors recall here. You've got Kali Vizanen playing for Finland. He is a 19-year-old left winger, six foot four, 187 pounds. He was drafted by the Rangers in the fourth round in 2021, going number 106 overall. He is currently playing with TPS in Liga, and in 27 games there, he has just three goals and no assists. He is also a minus three in that time. Part of the reason for that, it's a notoriously difficult league for young players because it is the top pro hockey league in Finland, and there is no age limit. So you've got some of these young kids, uh, Kali Vizen in particular here, 19 years old, going up against some grizzled vets and some guys that uh, have played quite a bit of hockey. So it's a, it's a tough league for some young players. Uh, and to kind of notice the difference here, when Vizenin was on the TPS under-20 team, he actually had 20 points in 17 games. So that shows you uh, the kind of jump that it is uh, between the two leagues there. But Vizenin, he played for Finland at the last World Juniors, had one goal and one assist in seven games there in that tournament. He was also a plus one in that time. And thus far this year, uh, one goal and one assist in two games. He is also a plus three. Uh, both of his points at this year's tournament came in a 3-2 to two overtime loss to Switzerland. So Vizanen had a hand in each of his team's two goals against Switzerland, even though they lost in overtime. And then they recovered by winning their next game, beating Slovakia by a final score of 5-2. to two. So Kali Vizanen, another young player for the Rangers, getting an opportunity here in the World Juniors, his second time competing in this tournament. And we'll keep our eyes on him. And when this whole thing is over, you know, we'll kind of reassess everything and see how everybody fared. And, you know, once it gets through the preliminaries and into the knockout rounds, we'll try to spend some time on it. Although, you know, this is a New York Ranger podcast, so I do want to keep most of the focus there. Uh, but given the fact that the Rangers are well represented at this tournament, as they typically are, I want to say last 
year they had four players competing in this tourney. Um, this year it's it's five. Uh, I mean, I guess kind of four because uh, Noah Laba, who we'll talk about here in a second, has not seen any action in any of the United States' first two games. Um, but yeah, five players are members of rosters here. And, you know, I think it's important to obviously keep tabs on these guys. And like I said, when the tournament's kind of wrapping up, we'll come back here and, uh, you know, talk about it. Uh, and see how all these uh, Ranger prospects are faring on their respective teams in this tourney. But to turn our attention to the fifth and final New York Ranger, who is uh, technically part of this tournament, that would be Noah Laba of the United States, 19-year-old center, six foot two, 192 pounds. He was taken in the fourth round by the Rangers this past season in 2022. He went number 111 overall. Uh, he is currently playing college hockey at Colorado. He has skated in 17 games there. He has scored seven goals. He has dished out four assists and is a minus 10 uh, with Colorado. He also played for the Lincoln Stars of the USHL this past year. Uh, 50 games, 15 goals, 24 assists. So 39 points in 50 games. And like I said, he has not appeared in either of the two United States games thus far in the preliminary, but we'll keep our eyes on that and see if uh, he eventually gets into a game. I mean, obviously, I'm not wishing injury on anybody, um, but if he gets into a game, we'll, we'll keep tabs on him just like we will the rest of these New York Ranger prospects. And, you know, just to kind of catch everybody up in the United States, since most of our listeners are from there, we've got some listeners in Canada as well. We kind of talked about how they've fared so far. Uh, the United States won its first game of this tournament, beating Latvia by a final score of 5-2. to two. They then lost to Slovakia by a final score of 6 to 3. So again, we will we're halfway through the preliminary rounds here. We'll keep tabs on it. Uh what's going on with all these teams and all these Ranger prospects going to have some fun with it. And like I said, we will eventually circle back to it, but I do want to keep most of the focus on uh the New York Rangers. It's funny because you know, I mentioned how this tournament has kind of just jumped all around the calendar. There's been times uh in recent seasons here where you know the NHL season hadn't started yet. And we had the World Juniors going on. So we, we gave a ton of coverage to the World Juniors and the Ranger prospects. And like I said, we will keep our eye on everything. And, you know, if somebody has a big game, we'll definitely talk about that. But going to do our best to, to keep focus on the New York Rangers going forward here. And we'll just revisit uh, this tournament periodically. Uh, the tournament, for anybody wondering, will go into the knockout round on January 2nd. There's a quadruple header of hockey on January 2nd. Those are the quarterfinals. You get the semifinals on January 4th. And then the bronze medal game will be followed by the gold medal game on January 5th. So definitely looking forward to seeing how this tournament comes out. I mean, it's more hockey, right? And a chance to see these Ranger prospects in action up close and personal. So definitely looking forward to seeing how this plays out. And I'm also looking forward to seeing the Rangers back in action against Tampa Bay. We went over the Rangers' new-look line combinations from practice in our most recent episode. And as of today, and as I'm recording this, it is currently Thursday morning. So the Rangers will be back in action tonight against Tampa. Um, but the Rangers were going with the same uh, line combinations in practice, and that includes Alexi Lafreniere and Sammy Blay splitting time on the fourth line. Look, Alexi Lafreniere, was he good in this most recent game? Absolutely not. Not that many Rangers were really all that good. I don't think there's any reason to single him out and potentially even make him a healthy scratch. I just, I cannot wrap my head around the idea of the former number one overall pick. And does he have to play better? Yes, he absolutely does. But you're going to make him a healthy scratch in favor of guys like... Sammy Blay and Johnny Brodzinski and Jimmy Vesey and Julian Gauthier and Vitaly Krasov. You know, that's just, that's that's tough to digest. And I, I've been a Glant fan and a Glant supporter for the most part since he's been here. That one to me, though, seems uh, a bridge too far. Um, again, everybody, I, I just want to thank everyone for sticking with me through this week. My voice, you can tell it's, it's starting to get a little better. Not all the way there, but 
I've been doing my best to keep these episodes a little bit shorter for that very reason, just to, uh, you know, not kill my voice. So um, it's getting there, though. And I hope by uh, this time next week, certainly uh, everything will be back to normal on here. But again, thank you guys so much for sticking with me and being patient through this whole thing. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now make your second listen, Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.